All right, so last time we were in Genesis 18, and we had been seeing God had come once again to Abraham and was speaking to him again uh, about the covenant promise that he has made with him. And he and they talked about kind of the the sign of the covenant, if you guys remember. Um, back back in chapter seventeen, uh, we talked about circumcision and being the sign of the covenant. Um, and the Lord comes to Abraham again, and then we see. He came to him in the form of three persons. You guys remember that? And we talked about how there are certain things in the Old Testament that don't get fully fleshed out or understood until they're revealed to us in the New Testament, until Christ comes. Um, and, and this is one of those things. And God has come to Abraham in a unique way, um, and probably a confusing way to Abraham. Um, but Abraham understood that it was the Lord. Uh, and Abraham, what did he do as these travelers were coming through? Do you guys remember? Yeah, he bowed before them, detained them. Yeah, he pr produced a, a feast for them, really, right? Very, very generous feast. You know, the fattened calf, the seven seahs of flour to make cakes. and um, There was curds and, and milk. Um, it just wasn't a morsel and some water, right, that he said he was going to bring. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we, we saw, too, that God was kind of repeating to Abraham the promise that he was going to have a son within a year, right? And who was listening in on that conversation? You guys remember? Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. And what did Sarah do when she heard that? She laughed, right? To herself. Yeah, she laughed to herself, and God knew exactly what she was doing. And so just as Abraham laughed, so too Sarah laughed. Um, and, uh, but w what we really do see here is a, a precursor to the, the promise of God's son, right? Um, and so Isaac will be their son, um, but in Isaac, Christ is foreshadowed for us because um, it's this miracle child. Sarah's way too old. Abraham's way too old. Um, it shouldn't happen. And yet, God promises it. And so it will happen. Um, and, and if you remember, God confronts Sarah about her laughing, right? And she tried to deny it. I did not laugh. But God doesn't let her live in her lie. 
He says, no, but you laughed. You did laugh. And again, we see God's mercy there for Sarah. Um, He doesn't allow her to live in the untruth, but reveals the truth to her. And that's what he does for each and every one of us who come to Christ. We, we, he, he takes us out of the darkness and puts us into the light. Um, yeah. And that leads us to our next section, which is kind of disturbing. And so we have this great news, this joyful news, followed by this uh, disturbing matter, and this is actually the, the reason that God has come down. Um, so verse 16, it says this, Then the men set out from there, and they looked down towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to set them on their way. The Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am, bu- I am about to do? seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice, so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. Then the Lord said, Because of the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and their sin is very grave, I will go down to see whether, whether they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me. And if not, I will know. Let's pause there for a moment. So we see that these men are setting out on their way. And who's going with them? Abraham, right? Abraham's journeying with them. Again, this is a, a courtesy or an act of hospitality on Abraham's part. You don't just send people on their way because travel was dangerous back then. Um, you would go with them a certain distance, um, making sure that they're on their way safely. Does that make sense? Um, but as they're on their way, and God, he knows everything that's, that's happening. He's got this all planned out to a T, right? Um, and, and so he wanted Abraham to go with him. Because what does he do? What, what, does it, what does it say in verse 16 that they, that they do? They set up and they look down toward Sodom. They look down toward Sodom. What does it mean that they look down toward Sodom? Well, they didn't look up. <laughs> they didn't look up. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me think like Sodom was like in a valley-ish. Yeah, it was probably in a valley. It was in a valley in the lowlands. Um, let's let's think back. Go go to Genesis thirteen. Yeah, let's when. Yeah, when Lot took the fertile land. Let's look at Genesis 13. Um, We'll start in verse 8. It says, And Abram said to Lot, Let there be no strife between you and me and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are kinsmen. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. If 
if you take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if you take the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw the Jordan Valley was well watered everywhere, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt in the direction of Zoar that was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. And so Lot, he is trying to choose the best land for himself, right? How is the description here? What does Lot do? It was fertile, but what did Lot physically do? He lifted up his eyes. And so we see kind of a, a opposite direction. Um, obviously, he's, he lifted up his eyes, but then he's looking into a valley, so it's below him. Um, but it, I think the, the language here is on purpose. In, in a sense, where, where Lot has to lift up his eyes, God looks down. Does lifting up uh, his eyes in this case also indicate that he was regarding it favorably, uh, whereas looking down would be disfavor? Or is that just pretty much? I don't know. Perhaps. Um, I, I think of it more as positioning, where. You do? It couldn't have been that Lot was somewhat downcast at that moment. You know, like sometimes we study the ground, trying to mm-hmm. contemplate where what should move. Mm-hmm. And here Abraham and his uncle is saying to him, "We're going to have to separate." Yeah. And so you choose. So mm-hmm. he might have, in a way, lifted up his countenance and looked around him. Yeah, and and there may be something to that as well. Uh, what I see going on here, though, is that, is that Lot's position is the position of a man, right? And so we're, we're placed on the ground, and when we want to see something, we need to lift up our eyes. Um, God's position is higher than ours, and he looks down upon us. Um, and, and so we see kind of a, a play on words here, um, Indicating just the, the position and and even the authority of each one of these figures, where, where Lot needs to lift up his eyes, God looks down upon. Um, and so, yeah, and so this is what we see going on here, and, and they're looking specifically towards Sodom, right? Um, uh, That's how it was when in the Tower of Babel, where. They were building high. Mm-hmm. God had to come down and see. Yeah, yeah, God came down to see. Yeah. Um, and this is what's going on here, too. So that's the positioning you're talking about. Yeah. The elevation of one as opposed to the non-elevation of the other. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and so it's real similar to, to Babel. Yep. Um, and... The Lord asks a question, right? Verse 17, back, to, back in Genesis 18, verse 17. Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? So what is this question all about? It brings to mind two things. First, that he revealed 
this plan to Abraham and Sarah that there was a son coming. Mm -hmm. So that was a revelation, and he didn't allow Sarah to hide behind her deception. Yep. He confronted her with, no, you didn't, like you said. Yeah. He freed her from the deception. Yep. And this is akin to um, when he, when Christ himself revealed, he said, shouldn't I reveal as a friend mm -hmm. what I'm going to do, you know? A, a master doesn't tell, but yeah. a friend. I think it's in Matthew. I'm not going to say this. I think, I think it's John. Is it John? Yeah. Um, he, yeah, I, I no longer call you servants, but I call yeah. you friends. Yeah. yeah. So there's a revelation of this I'm going to reveal my plan. Yeah. Or I'm going to give you some insight. Yeah, yeah. And what, what's interesting, what's funny about this is Abraham's right there. And so there's God in, in three, right? Yeah. And he's, he's asking himself, um, you know, should I yeah. hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? He says this out loud. Yeah. He does say that. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of his thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's for our benefit. Yeah. And all who read, whoever has read this passage. Yeah. Yeah, or Abraham would be like, maybe I'm not worthy to know. Yeah. 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 But and it's a revelation, and God is gracious yeah. with us revelations. Yeah. In his word as well as in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so God, his intention is to reveal this to Abraham. And so it's, it's a rhetorical question. He, he's, he's perking Abraham's interest. He, he wants, you know, pay attention, you know. It's, it's almost like uh, you can almost entice someone by saying it's a secret. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Should I tell you this? Like, what is it, right? <laughs> Um, and so I'm sure Abraham's like, huh, I, I should perk up. What is he talking about here? It's, it's, a, it's also a method of um, instilling loyalty. Mm -hmm. God is going to reveal something to Abraham, and in turn, Abraham's heart has to be like now leaning even more toward the God he worships. Yeah. He favored me mm -hmm. with his heart, as it were. So there's a, a loyalty now that Abraham would not have had had God not revealed his plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, he is instilling loyalty in Abraham as well. Um, and what else do we see in verse 18? What does he say about Abraham? What are some of the reasons he wants to reveal these things to Abraham? Because he has more plans. Mm -hmm. And he wants Abraham to understand that his plans are sure, for one thing. Yeah. That there is something coming 
Yeah, and so he, he wants them to know. But what is it about Abraham that makes him so special that he gets to have this plan revealed to him? It mentions that he's, all nations will be blessed through him, that uh, he'll become a great, great and mighty nation. Yeah. Uh, he's preparing him. He's, he's preparing him, yeah. right? You know, you're going to be this great and mighty nation. Let me show you how it's done. That, this is what God is doing here. He is saying there are certain things that you're going to need to learn how to do that are tough things to do. But you need to do them. Um, and you're, you're going to need to pass these things on to your children and the children after them. Um, and so if you're truly going to be a blessing to the whole earth, well, then you need to do things God's way. And yeah. sometimes those are hard things to do. What's amazing is that Abraham is just a man. Yeah. But he is a man called by God. Yep. And therefore that makes him special. Mm-hmm. And what God is revealing and calling to, he provides means to perform. He's about to show Abraham both his purity, Mm -hmm. his holiness, and an expectation of what Abraham, like you say, is going to have to instill and pass on. And it's a watch and listen. Yeah, yeah, watch and learn, right? Exactly. Yeah, and so, yeah, we, we see this, that there, God is He's doing something in Abraham's life right here, you know, by bringing him along in these plans of what he's about to do. Um, it reveals the character of God because I think of your sermon last week in church, how it was about, you know, the Lord takes ordinary men and yeah. mm-hmm. does extraordinary things. Yeah. It's, it's a character trait of God that he's a trainer. Yeah. Yeah, he's a training God, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he... And it's a calling out. Mm-hmm. Not just of Abraham, but it's a calling out of what? Just, there's more people that are going to be called out. And this is a lesson in how yeah. to save. People will be saved. Yeah. Yep. What were we going to say? It's, a, you know, it's also a good reminder because uh, we just saw... Abraham's hospitality, you know, a generous, generousness to a fault. Um, so he obviously knows how to how to love uh, his fellow man. Um, but uh, you know, this is kind of a reminder that God is not only loving, but that He's also just. That, yeah. Uh, you know, there is times when judgment is uh, required, and uh, yeah. that might be, like you say, a training to Abraham that uh, there is uh, another another aspect that he needs to learn. Yeah, if you look at verse 19, it says, For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. And so he is training him in righteousness and justice here. And it's a reality. It's a, it's a, 
eye-opening testimony to the fact that sin is real. Yeah. That there are forces against, there are going to be forces against this right here. Mm-hmm. Righteousness and justice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so and so we have this this life lesson that God is taking Abraham through, and it is being meted out on the city of Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah. Right? Um, what what is it that what is this plan that God is revealing to Abraham? What does God intend to do? In the long run? Uh, just in the verses we just read. Yeah, he's heard outcries in the city, right? Is it really as bad as what I'm hearing? Um, now, God knows, right? right. Um, but he is going down there out of his own mercy. Now think about this. What do we know from the past about Sodom and Gomorrah? Fertile Valley. Filled with people. It's a city. What what happened there earlier? Do you guys remember? Lot moved there. But something else happened there. Who remembers talking about World War Zero? Oh, okay. <laughs> Cheddarly Omer. <laughs> yeah, Cheddarly Omer, right? Okay. Yeah, and so has God brought judgment to this city before? He did. He had brought judgment to this city, and then who rescued them? Abraham. Abraham rescued that city. And so what you see there is a judgment followed by a Savior bringing them out of that judgment. The question is, did the city repent? Does that make sense? Yeah, we know the answer. Yeah. And so God had given them opportunity to repent. He, he gave them a little taste of what he could do. And now, and then he rescued them out of that. And now he's going to see if they're repentant or not. Right? And so this is what he means in verse 21. I will go down to see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me. And if not, I will know. Um, in many ways, what we see going on with Sodom is what God does in our lives. Do you guys see that? How many of you have ever experienced the, maybe not the full justice, but some sort of justice for your sins? Chastening. A chastening, yeah. 
discipline. A discipline. More times than I care to come. Yeah. You know, we do something wrong. It catches up to us. And we have to, you know, pay the penalty, whatever it is, you know. If, you know, when I was a kid, you know, my parents would ground me. Um, when I was real young, you know, I'd get a spanking. Um, there's, there's different punishments that come our way that are there to train us, right? Um, I'm honest. Mine's daily. Daily. In my thoughts. Sure. You know, and and the discipline is grief. Yeah. I grieve that I grieved my God and Savior. Yeah. By what I thought about. Sure. Vengeance or um, unkindness. Just of you know, I'd rather I'd rather be inside than talk to people mm -hmm. kind of, you know, just daily, I have to yeah. ask him for a favor. Yeah. Or if not, he causes me to need it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and this is a challenge for us, though, because, you know, a lot of times we we want to justify ourselves. Yeah. Um, we want to do what Sarah did Hide behind the back. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't laugh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, this this is what we what we see revealed in Sodom and Gomorrah um, is the same process that God takes us through. He he chastens us in order to win us to him. Um, and and so it, he gave them the warning through you know, Cheddar Leomer, right? Um, he, he gave them uh, salvation through Abraham. You know, what are you going to do now? And so in our own lives, there's times where we sin, we uh, do things that oppose God, we, we experience the outcomes of those sins. Um, and yet, it's not the full outcome, right? Because no. the wages of sin is death. Right, exactly. Right? We're still alive. Yeah. Um, and God has given us time to repent. Um, but time only lasts so long. Mm -hmm. And eventually, true justice will come. He will not strive with man forever. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Uh, God, he, he desires a people that are repentant in their heart, that turn to him and change. Um, what a kindness. Yeah, it is his kindness. Um, and we, we, we see a lot of the things in, that some people, they, they look at these things and they're like, oh, he's such a cruel God. It's not, it's not his cruelty, it's his kindness. Because um, if he was a cruel God, There'd be nothing left right now. Exactly. Um, we, we'd all be toast. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, we are past time. Um, I wanted to get through this whole chapter today. Um, but we'll, we'll look at Abraham's response and his intercession 
uh, next week. Um, do we have Sunday school next week or it's July? Yeah. So either next week or the following week. I don't know. Well, I think it's July second, right? Yeah. 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 So I don't think we'll have Sunday school next week. Let's just you, let's you just. Think I think we won't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is it an executive decision? <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> Will we have prayer Uh, yeah, but it'll probably be an hour later than what we normally do. Yeah, right. But I mean, if I take note of here and comment, if I arrive at ten. Yeah, I'll be here. Okay. Yeah. So. I'll just won't change that then. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sounds great. By grace. By grace, yeah. All right, let's 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 pray. Uh, Father, we do thank you for uh, what you did in Abraham's life and what you're doing in our life. Um, Lord, we we see this uh, example, um, this training that you gave to Abraham, and it's it's tough, it's difficult, uh, it's hard for us to read about your judgment yet. It is what is necessary, um, Lord, and even when we think back to uh, how much you took that city through, trying to draw them back to you, um, Lord, that you do the same thing to us, uh, and Lord, we just pray that you would work in our lives so that we would be repentant and that we would come to you looking for salvation rather than being stubborn and and digging our heels in and and loving our sin uh, help us to turn away from those things and turn towards you um, lord that we may not see the full wrath that that can come about um, lord we we thank you for your mercy we thank you for your grace uh, and we thank you that you have provided a way out for us and that way is through your son Jesus Christ um, and so we praise you for, for him we pray this in his name Amen